Hello everyone and welcome to the Drama Graduate Podcast. Uh, my name is Dara Feely and I will be your host. But um, for returning listeners, you all know that, but if you're just happening to start in this one, that's my name and that's what you're listening to. And uh, I'm going to be your host. Thank you very much for clicking on. Um, hope you've enjoyed the first few episodes and we've got a very special episode lined up tonight because we have, we're talking to somebody who's been through it all and out the other side. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, as ever, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a good, uh, you know, good review, five star rating. If you could, that'd be fantastic. And give us, give our Instagram page a share, our Twitter page a share, our Facebook page a share. Anything you can, a positive word, anything could really help the expansion that this podcast could have. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all. <coughs> Sorry, I got there. That's pretty much all I have to say. And thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. I've written out the questions like so many times in like different wordings because like I kept, I kept finding like really poor ways of wording them. So I was like, what's yeah. the best way to word, word them? Um, okay, so we're going to start now. I might as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay, cool. so this week on the Drama Graduate Podcast, we have... Patrick Martins. Brilliant, brilliant. I did, I did it earlier with the van, and she was like, she barely kept a straight face with it. Emma Creener, Emma, Emma Creener just laughed through it like it was outrageous. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Patrick. How are you getting on? I'm getting on pretty well, yeah. Um, like I said before we started this, I'm very excited to, to you know, be given the opportunity to kind of talk about, you know, my time there and you know my time afterwards, and yeah, just to kind of give you know people who are thinking of coming to drama school. Uh, a clear insight on what it's like um, for me anyways as a black man a black kid going to drama school I want to kind of share those stories to see if there's anyone like me who are thinking of going to drama school and don't know what's going to be like or yeah. scared or whatever you know so yeah. yeah I'm really excited it's great it's great having you on because you're the first one that I'm interviewing who's graduated a year out of college as well yeah. Um, yeah. so it's gonna so I, I, yeah. I, you've had plenty of time to reflect on it um, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so we talked a little bit before we started uh, basically it's very simple how we're starting off um so i've always found it interesting that when you're walking around a building and you're like like the lear like drama school where you're surrounded by all these actors and creatives and you never i never once have asked somebody how did you get into acting because if for and for some really like genuinely for some reason i've always just been a bit like like why would i ask them i was like they all like they don't ask me like so you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like they're one of a kind so i was like so i think I, a good platform to start this off is to kind of ease it that ease the interview into that kind of way of like that that kind of journey so for you what's your what was your first experience of acting all the way to your very first day at the lear uh, right so how i got into acting was through my mum actually funnily enough. really um yeah, it was, yeah. Um, it was, I remember it was a couple of months about to sit my leaving, sir, and I hadn't a clue what I wanted to do in my life. I kind of felt like I wanted to go into sport because I was quite sporting in school and stuff like that. But, like, I, st- I don't know, it wasn't sitting well with me, you know, the idea of doing, like, sports for the rest of my life, as much as I loved it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um. So, like, I was in, in school, I was quite, like, a... I wouldn't say a troublesome kid, but I was a, I was a messer. Like, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. We all, you know, we all. <laughs> I was that student that like I would I would make people laugh, get people in trouble, but I'd always have good grades. If that made sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Um, so I don't know, like my mum kind of like 
I remember coming home from school one particular day and sitting in the dining room table with her and I kind of like almost, I didn't break down, but I felt like I was close to, to breaking down because, you know, in sixth year, you have the immense pressure of like doing your leading cert and, mm. you know, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And you're only like a 16, I was 16 doing my leading cert. Um, really? Yeah, I was 16 going to turn 17 doing my leading cert, yeah. How the fuck was that? I Sorry, that, I, sounded, that sounded very accusatory. That same... Reaction when I tell them, yeah, I was the youngest in my year, but like a couple of years, couple of years. How did I? It, it was because I started school very, very late. Is it or late? I think that makes sense. Or is it early? That would be that be that be early, early. I think. Yeah, it would be early. early yeah, yeah, early, yeah, yeah. Um, but I sixteen doing my leaving, so I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And my mum actually then said to me, like in the midst of like, what we're we gonna do? What what could I do? All this kind of monarchy. She then suggested that I try acting and I remember looking at her I was like what? because like, I'd never done any like you know you know, I hadn't been to uh, what, social, any social clubs any, any, anything regarding acting before in my life never yeah. um, so I was cons- I was confused as to why she would suggest something like that and her reasoning behind that was because I was making people laugh in school yeah, you yeah, know, I was always getting in trouble for making people laugh. I was, I was like, "Well, don't you mean a comedian then?" And you're like, "Nah, not a comedian." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I, I actually vividly remember, like, after that whole conversation, going up to my room and like, "Nah, I can never be a fucking actor. Me, like, acting, no, yeah, never." Um, but then, like, I kind of googled. I actually remember, like, acting, like, just putting it, acting into Google. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. of course, you have all this kind of like vague, like you know. Mm. Um, interpretations of what acting is and stuff like that. <laughs> how to, um, how to, wiki, wiki, wiki how, like. Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and it was the next day when I, I was very close with, and this is a woman that's actually like to this day that I really am um, thankful for her help, help, her helping hand in me, with me while I was in school because it was my guidance counsellor, Miss Trainer. And um, probably doesn't even remember who I who I who I am, but yeah. like, I will never forget her because she was so kind to me and so helping. You know, like mm. um, it was the, the next day I had a meeting with her, and I kind of told her what my mother had suggested, and she was a bit taken aback as well when I kind of said it to her because, like I said, I, I'd never had any experience with that before. Like, yeah. like I always shied away from like any like sort of like. X Factor, like we didn't school, anything like that. Yeah. But she was still, she didn't judge me. She didn't kind of look. At, she didn't kind of look at me twice. She just went, oh well, okay, well, these are these are like you know places that you can go. And um, we went on Google, we searched for a long time. Um, funny enough, enough though, we didn't we didn't come across the layer. This was in 2014. The layer came about in 2011. Yeah. And while in our search, we didn't come across the layer. What we did come across though was a was a was a um, a, a, a course in Clarsa Dooling in Kilbarrick and um, Liberty's College. Yeah, and I I was a bit like when when we saw, when we looked at the course and stuff, I wasn't too keen on it, but I thought, listen, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was someone just telling me to just give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, whatever. So I remember online audition for Kilbarrick went there there was eight people there in the audition um, and um, they had told us like prior they had told us that we needed to find a monologue we needed to bring a monologue yeah. and I was thinking to myself what the fuck is a monologue <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what a monologue was 
<laughs> and I found the monologue on this kind of site monologue for kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a monologue about this kid in in, in America who um, was being racially abused um, because he used a comb to comb his hair. It wasn't the same as you know the white people like white people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it was a monologue about you know that sort of thing. And I remember doing it. That was, that was the first monologue I ever did in my life about this kid and it's gonna sound really cheesy but like doing that you just get like I you know when like you've done plays in in in, in the layer like yeah when you're doing a monologue like and you can just feel yourself like in it yeah like, totally it sounds as cheesy as it sounds like it's that like you're just yeah. in it yeah I remember having that moment uh, sitting down afterwards and just and having everyone like watching everyone's reaction to what I did and stuff just I felt like I don't know, like so, like whole in that moment. It's cheesy again, as it sounds. You're right, though. Like uh, that's 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 how it is. The first time you do it, like, is because that's your first like, taste of it. Like, yeah. First taste of it. I was like, this is this is juicy. Like, this yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. Um. So that was that. Went home next day. Got a letter saying that I had been accepted um, into the course, and I remember thinking, "What the fuck?" <laughs> got accepted into this course. That was always over the moon. Yeah. Um, and I would have taken that course if it wasn't I didn't it wasn't for that I didn't have another audition um, in Bulali. And Kilbarg, although the course did seem like you know reasonable enough for you know my first course, whatever, it was a bit of a kick at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like for anyone who's like you know who goes there, or whatever, like what, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> he goes he goes to the Lear, and all of a sudden they're all kept. <laughs> um, I had my audition for Gulali and there was a lot more people. As soon as I went there, I was like, okay, this place looks more like the bees and these. Like, it was like about 40, 50 people there at the audition. Mm. It still was a bit of a kick, but at the same time, like just to see like a, more, uh, like a better structure yeah. kind of made it um, seem a lot bigger than the previous one I was at. Mm. So again, I got into that one. Um, this is when I was introduced to Shakespeare in, in, in a, like, of course I was introduced to Shakespeare in school, but like in terms of like, performing it in an audition sort of way. Yeah. Uh, Liberties kind of like had us to do that in the audition and uh, that was really enticing, I guess. But then again, the same as Kalasha Dulik, I was accepting that course as well. And again, I still was like, what is going on? Like literally feeling like the best like actor in the world, like in that moment, like yeah. you know, in these round schools. But um, yeah, I did that for a year and Remember the first play we ever did was Orestes, um, which is a brother to Electra, which you know people. Would yes, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I played. I didn't play Orestes, but I played Pylades. And I remember in there was <laughs> there was a day in the canteen where um, a girl that was in my class she came up to me. She was like, have you, "Have you ever done acting before this?" I was like, "No." She was like, "You never?" I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "You're really good." Yeah. <laughs> Really small, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I didn't think that I was, and like, it's that weird moment, like, you know, if you ever get, if you ever gotten any compliments for your acting or whatever it is you do, mm. um, there is that weird moment of you kind of like, although you were very like thankful for, for the compliment, you don't part of you is like, am I really though, or is it like, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah, you can't really trust it. You're like, you're you're you you're flattered, but you're like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there were a number of plays there, and I remember I just, I, was, I thoroughly loved it. Like, I really, really enjoyed the course. Like, the first year was amazing. We made great friends. Two of them were great. 
fantastic. Um, but then it was in this my second. Um, hold on, sorry, sorry, I'm getting that wrong. I think my first year, I noticed that the people in second year were auditioning for a place called the Nair, and that was the first time I ever heard of the Nair. Okay. And um, I remember there was a lot of talk about it being like, you know, the best drama school in Ireland, like only, they only let 16 people in. It's really tough to get into. Yeah. Um, but at that, I was still only in my first year. So like, although I was kind of hearing it in the midst of everybody in second year, I didn't give it much thought because I still had one more year to do. Yeah. You know? Um, so then going into my second year, um, come towards the end of that, you know, it came to that moment where I was like, okay, so what now? Like, I'm yeah. coming towards the end of my year. What do I do from, from now? Um, and that's when talking about the lyrics started to happen again. And um, I should mention that Karen, Karen, Karen was also, Karen first year in the lyrics, she was also in my class in the lyrics, in, in, in Bulali. Karen Kelly. Karen Kelly, yeah. So I know, I've known Karen since, since I was 17, since I was like, I started acting like, Fucking you know, hell, so she's brilliant, she's you know, class. You know, all my, yeah, she's fantastic. She's a lovely, lovely person, yeah. Yeah, and I remember while we were both in second year, we were, um, we auditioned together. We both decided to do the same, the same year. Yeah. Um, and there was a couple of other people as well who auditioned and stuff like that. Um, but we were still kind of getting the, getting told like how difficult it was to get in and stuff. And I remember <laughs> going into the audition and telling myself, literally telling myself that, because of what people were saying to me that this is a practice run for next year. This okay. is only practice audition. Like this is not my real audition. It's practice, um, and I'll do it properly next year. I'll work this year and whatever. And yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, that's what I, that's, I genuinely did not think that like it was possible to get in. Like you yeah, know? Um, that's mad. So I, I had no idea that you you did a course before that. No, yeah. I always yeah, thought yeah. you could, because see, I always thought that you just went straight in at eighteen. Because I didn't know that you oh, no, did no, no, no. Well, sixteen. No, it wasn't. It was actually seventeen doing the finale course. Yeah, but yeah. Like, because I think that that is the case with a lot of people. Where there are quite a few people in the area who go straight from secondary school to to the, the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I'm quite envious of those people. Like you know, um, yeah. But, but at the same time, like I kind of think everyone has their own path, and I, I'm definitely proud of the path I took to finding the year. Absolutely. Yeah. And but um. And how much do you know? Because you, you you talked about you genuinely didn't think you would get in. How much did you? Because another thing we spoke about before we started recording. How much did you think that um, had to do with your race, or did you think that it was? Did um, was that something you considered, or do you think you know? The thing it wasn't. I've said this before, and I think I mentioned this in the previous interview. Um, but in terms of my race, like I've never. Because I was always so used to being like the only black there. Yeah. I was. I never really looked at my race as a, as a, an obstacle. That made sense. Yeah. Like, like I'm quite thankful. There was a moment where it did, where I did kind of look at my race as an obstacle, and I'll let you know just as I continue my story. Yeah, yeah, of course, go on, go on. But um, it was so during the first round, that was grand. Um, still didn't think I was going to get in, but like, you know. When I found out that I'd accepted, I was accepted into the second round, I was like a bit like, you know, ever, this is, I was still a bit kind of like shocked, but at the same time, like, oh sorry, I was happy, but at the same time, I was still telling myself that this is still a practice one. This is not yeah, real, yeah, I'll yeah. next year. Then it wasn't until the second round, doing 
given that you meet um it's kind of like a half thing you meet like some of the tutors and then you kind of meet other people mm. you have a name tag and you start to feel like you know like you actually go here yeah 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 it's weird <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, such yeah, a like, sick it's such a sick yeah, day because you're like class yeah. and then you're like oh fuck, I actually yeah, have to <laughs> Even in the whole email, I actually still have like some of the emails saved, like start on my in my in my email because yeah. I just kept reading it over and over again. Like Patrick, you're 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 accepting the second round, and even though the way it, it was you know laid out and structured, I'm like yeah, like you know yeah. felt really good. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. But like in terms of what you asked me about race, it wasn't until I in the second round that I saw Clinton that mm. I really started to look at my race. Oh, and okay. I, yeah, and I found, and looking back now, I think that's really interesting. Um, because when I saw Clinton, I started to think that they're not going to let both of us in. Interesting. They're not, there's no way they're going to let two black people in. And that was really interesting to me. Yeah. So in my head, so even meeting Clinton, like, not that I was, I was, I was like a, like I was mean to him or whatever. Like I was really nice to him, and we both we, we really spoke. Like we like we got on really well. Like you know, but like you know, Clint is really just kind of handsome, like you know, big guy. Like and he was like, yeah, like I dance, I act, I sing. I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm in. He's in. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that was literally when race kind of came into my head. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Like I really need to open it up now. I need to show that I'm really, really good, and they can accept me. Like they need to accept me. Like yeah, I think that's crazy. Like, that thought That's but it goes to it, 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 it really does show like you know how a lot of black people think when they're when they're surrounded by white people and then when they come surrounded with another black person yeah that made sense yeah um but yeah it wasn't until I got accepted into the the third round that I really started to change the way I was thinking and I was like okay fuck next year I want it this year yeah I'm here totally yeah, yeah. I, want it, I want it like mm. Because there's sort of a there's sort of like a a safety distancing thing that you do yeah. when you're auditioning. Because I remember that I remember I was talking about this before, but in foundation I remember auditioning for the BA. I me- I mentally convinced myself that I wasn't getting in and that this was just a class that I was doing because there I couldn't. But then when you get to the third round, you get there and it's like the competitive yeah, yeah. the competitive edge with yourself kicks in and you're like, no, hold on, I wanna I wanna get it now. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 impossible yeah, to fight yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, it's funny as well, because while I was while I was um, auditioning for Lear, I was still in my final year in Bulali. Like I hadn't graduated yet. Yeah. And um I remember we were doing a musical. Um oh, I can't remember the name, I think it was a man not important, so I think that was the name of the musical, but we were doing a musical in Allah. And, you know, everyone in my year knew that, like, I was auditioning and stuff like that. And I remember, like, Karen and another girl in my year, Leah, they'd asked me, like, while we were teching, I think, for the show, they're like, have you heard? Because we knew the format. We knew that if you got called in the morning that you were accepted. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, yeah. The whole myth, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So I remember everyone asked me that. I kind of didn't want everyone. I, I didn't want people to ask me because I didn't want to really think about it. Yeah. You know, but... I remember, I, I'll never forget the day I got the call um, while I was in the dressing room, like, looking at my phone, I think it was about half 12, so it was quite late in in, in the day, yeah. you know? Um, oh, that's scary. That's yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. scary, because it's like, because I, I remember, yeah, I remember that's right, because you're waiting all morning, and then it's like, the, set, the closer you're getting to midday, you're like, Jesus, fuck. You're like, come on. Yeah, yeah. 
around half twelve, got the call, and I remember Lachlan picking them. You know, I remember hearing Lachlan's voice, and he kind of asked me how I was. I was like, oh, "Good," and he kind of kept, he kind of kept the small talk going for a little bit. And I was like, oh, "There's no what I need right now." And he's like, "Well, you know, Patrick, you know, just want to let you know that we love to accept you or be replaced." And I remember just kind of like put my phone down for a second, kind of jumping around the corridor and stuff like that. Like, and then, oh, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, that was that. Like, once I got accepted, I was over the moon. Like, I remember, like, rang my mum and, like, she prayed for me on the phone and stuff like that. But, like, um, and she kind of was saying stuff like, you know, I knew this is for you. Like, this is, like, I'm so happy that, like, my prayers have been answered and stuff like that. And like I felt like I, I really felt proud that like that like this. I really kind of had the feeling in me that this is actually a career path for me because I, I I'm someone who kind of believes in like you know like fate and like you know things coming to you and like manifesting and stuff like that. Mm. And the fact that like I didn't go around searching for for I, I mean I went around searching for what to do, but like I didn't like force acting. Yeah, force myself. Totally made sense like it was something that was suggested to me and I went and tried it and I found that I really loved it yeah I'm really like thankful for that like and I think even to this day like my mom and Miss Trainer they're like and of course there's other people in my life but like those two specifically are really are two people in my life that are kind of like um have pushed me to being where I am today like yeah that makes sense like um but yeah I think I've answered like um have I? <laughs> yeah, no, you have totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's mad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because, like, as I said, like, you never, we never ask each other these things. Um, so, because I'm trying to remember your year in terms of ages, because age is something that I'm always fascinated in drama school because yeah. it's such a unique learning environment that you don't um, like. You could be in the same class as somebody who's ten years older than you potentially. Um, so, like, and your year, I think. Was your your year was balanced in terms of age? Like there was people like Clinton was straight was, out of school. Our and then... year was quite balanced in terms of the lads. The lads, the oldest guy was twenty one when we started. The youngest was seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, no, there was yeah. like a four year gap in terms of the lads. I think the the women had there was kind of like a larger gap in terms of like I think the youngest would have been eighteen, I think, and then the oldest was like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Um, but in in terms of us as a whole, it was quite like um, balanced. I think, like, yeah, mm. it was quite balanced. Yeah, because like, yeah. I think it's it's a thing that I always find interesting when I'm talking to some of the students about like people who might have come in a bit later versus people who came in earlier when they were um, in like you know just leaving school and stuff. And I find that it's almost kind of an interesting conversation because it's like the older people are saying, "Oh, I would love it if I came in younger." Sometimes. And then yeah. the younger people are saying, I'd love it if I came in older. Did you ever feel that? Did you ever feel a disadvantage because of your age? or? Um, to be honest, no. I mean, I, I kind of remember those conversations kind of happening dispersely throughout our three years and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but personally, for me, I don't, I think I started at the age of, I think I just turned 19. Yeah. Yeah, I just turned 19 when I started, when we started the, the layer. And I kind of feel like, for me anyways, that was the right year, right age for me to start. Yeah. Do you know? 
Um, I don't, I, I don't remember having any thoughts of. I wish I was like seventeen, or, or I wish I was like you know twenty five or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like I kind of nineteen for me was perfect. Yeah. You still kind of find yourself there, like you still, especially like it wasn't like I had done a previous degree or whatever. Like I, did, I come out of secondary school. I, I did a small PLC course and then I went to the college so yeah. I kind of okay with starting that 19 yeah. I think that's I, I, do remember, I do remember planning it sorry in my head saying oh by the time I finish I'll be 20, 22 yeah 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 still I remember a, doing that a good age, you know? yeah because yeah. I think that's something that like like I, I was 19 when I started the BA um, just out of the foundation yeah. and I think I think it's actually the question more is actually I think you're what you're saying but the degree because I feel like like in my year now currently there's like people who have done degrees and like yeah. people who have done degrees and then foundations and like so yeah. sometimes I'm like god like you know maybe but then like, but then of course as you said like you come in at the right age for you because it's when they let you in you yeah, know, exactly. it's, it's always your right time when they say it is because that's just the way it lines um, yeah. there's something that David Horan says to, said to us in first year um, right. and I don't know if he said it to you but I, I'll never forget him saying to us he said that you, he said it's gas because you come to the Lear or you come to drama school and you think all your problems are going to be solved. And then, you, <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Did yeah, you, yeah. you feel anything like that in the first few months, where, particularly for somebody who was so new to acting, such as yourself? Did you feel um, like... Yeah, I, I kind of felt like, I, I do remember having thoughts like that, of feeling, because I was in drama school, that like, for the next three years, like, like I know what I'm doing. I won't have any stress. I'll be I'll be almost sorted in a way like if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um. But like how you know straining and straining with the 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 courses I didn't really expect it. I mean I, I think I remember kind of hearing oh it's really intense. But like you have to remember like I was I was so used to kind of um getting getting up at ten me finishing at two every day or three o'clock every day like you know yeah and then to go from like getting up at like seven in the morning to make it into town for like, you know, half nine or nine o'clock or whatever time it was. And then from that time to six o'clock and then you'd have to stay back to do like, you know, to work on, on, on things with your classmates and stuff like that. Like it was very, very strenuous, very, very strenuous. But yeah. like, um, yeah, like that did hit me like, did hit me quite hard. But at the same time, and I can speak for a lot of people in my class that we kind of really, really enjoyed that. It was all part of it. Like it is, yeah. You, you kind of, you really like. Even now, thinking about it now, I, if there's there's things like I, I do miss the layer as a whole, but like there are certain things that you do really miss, and it's that sense of like community you have with your other classmates, and you know you're all being dragged through the mud together. Together, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense, like, yeah. You know, totally. And like, there's no more beautiful like that, beautiful than that. Like, and you you do really. I can't think of anywhere else you kind of get that sort of like community no, where you you're being stressed together, you know, yeah. and it's, but it's so beautiful at the same time. Yeah, it is. Because it's such you a know? weird, it's such a weird um, relationship you form with the people in drama school because you go through the ringer together and you have moments where you're just, you want to kill them and then you have moments yeah. where you just love them to bits and like, there's no in between and like, I find that now, particularly with the current crisis, being separated from them and being kind of, like, because we we've, we've done online, we've done our online Irish rep showings there. Yeah, yeah, Friday. About that. yeah, yeah. And like, it's so weird because like you just want to go out with them afterwards. You want to go out for a few, like you want to go out in the piss and then the lash, yeah. and then like it just doesn't happen for you because you know. And those, and then 
because the the year get you through it. I think they they really help you get through it and stuff. Um, That's the thing I've been wondering. Like cause I've, I've been seeing like you know you guys have been doing your Zoom classes and and your shows online, and I can't I can't really imagine what that must be like. You know, oh, not man, being it's able weird. to. Like, it's weird. Like. It's really weird because it's just so because you know you know fucking you know you've been through it all like drama school is so based on fucking touch and you know you there know you go. being yeah. able to move together and like being in the yeah. same room and like we've gotten like we've gotten we've gotten there do you know what I mean like we've gotten to to working at this level and 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 um, managing it but it's just different like it's really it's something necessarily like because um, I think that 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 quote that that David Horn used of uh, like I think there's a certain thing that people go through I know of like like the only word really for it is imposter syndrome um in terms of being at the being in the training and being challenged and you know did you did you feel did you feel a, a level of that or 100% yeah I, I, if, if there's somebody if there is a person that tells you they did not feel like they did not belong there yeah I don't know I, don't, I, I, I would find it hard to believe them yeah yeah like, me too yeah I find it really hard to believe them because you just naturally do. Yeah, naturally you do. In the audition, like you're looking at everyone, like and you're, everyone is so talented. Mm. Like everyone is just so talented on, on, on an immense level that you almost like you feel literally that you don't deserve to be there. Yeah, like, you literally don't deserve to be there. And I and I remember having that thought so many times, even in, even in third year, even as far as third year, being like, I I shouldn't be here, mm. and and I. I, I it, it, it's really how you deal with that that kind of and and you know how you deal with that and how you kind of uh, train yourself to to, to know that you, that you do belong there yeah that you are here, that you're here because you're as talented as everybody else you know yeah and it did kind of take me a while to get to that point I do remember one of my early meetings uh, with with the tutors uh and Lachlan as well kind of said it to me that like you don't need to try so hard. Mm. You don't need to try so hard to to prove to people that you belong in there. Like you are here, just be here. Mm. It is cool. especially as a young kid. So hard. It can be very hard. Like you so know, hard. even even as even I can imagine even as a mature student, it can be quite hard to tell you tell yourself that. Yeah. Um, but it is about getting there, and it does take the help of your classmates, the tutors, and believing in yourself mm. that will inevitably get you there. To that point, yeah. It's... But sometimes, like, even even now, like, you, you you go into an audition room, you go in, even in, you go into a rehearsal room. You know, you have to get in a, a job or whatever, and you're sitting there, and you're you're thinking, "How am I here?" You know, yeah. like, I don't I don't even know I don't even know if that will ever go away. But you, you learn to kind of deal with it, and you learn to kind of um, not let it define you. If that makes sense. Totally, yeah. Because I think that's such awesome. a big thing of it. Because like, and it is so hard to train. Like I. I always say that I can only imagine that the teachers wish they could on the first day open up our scalp and like put the message in that like you're okay you're doing grand you belong here but like it's impossible and like even I and like the whole point of this kind of platform is to kind of give people a place to hear all these things and go like okay good I'm not alone in that but like and like even that that's still it's still gonna be hard to believe it like because I think you know it's I had a really good point, but I've forgotten it. But I think I completely agree. To you. It's it's about believing in yourself and believing that they they put you here for a reason, that you're there for a reason, and you're enough. Like, you know, I think like even for me, even people in my class who I who I came into into looking at and thinking these people are 
in my opinion, ridiculously talented more than anybody in the class mm. or whatever. Like, it's hard to imagine that they have the same thoughts that you're having. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You almost feel like they don't think that they're that they're bad. They think they're really good, you know. Yeah. But that's really unrealistic. It's so unrealistic. Like, really unrealistic because they are more 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 times out of ten, like, you know, they're they're having the exact same thoughts that you're having. Mm. You know? They're just good and actors. And that's it, that's it. Everyone has a strong poker face there. Everyone they knows do. how to how to hold a good poker face. Um, and make you feel that they they're very confident in themselves, and you know sometimes that's just not the case. Like you know, and and I find that really interesting. I find that really really interesting. Like, yeah, because I think I think go on, go on. No, but I was just saying because they they like because they do tell you like you know reach out to your ears, support each other, but like it's hard as well because sometimes you don't even want to admit that you're having those feelings of of inadequacy because it kind of feels like you're losing out to yourself. Like because I think that. Yeah you constantly have that thing of like one of my favorite things about trauma school is that it's almost like got the secret class of like do you want to be an actor because it's like it's constantly testing you and constantly pushing you and and obviously not every single day is a struggle but you definitely have those days when like it's fuck you come home and you fucking kick the wall and you're like jesus christ oh my god and it's such a big test like do you know you're in the nail with the hammer right there buddy yeah literally yeah no there's been a lot of times where i've kind of gone home and just been like nah like this like I am I am shit mm. I am shit like I am shit like, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I've ever had the thought of like is this for me mm. um, but I definitely had the thought that like you know I am not as good as everyone else yeah. you know if, if you could pick a moment for you that was like defining like you it kind of you kind of felt that all the 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 plates were shifting it together and you were like shit like this is this is really starting to work did you was there a moment for you where you felt that and yes there is and it was during the second year shakespeare and um, when i was in second year for me i think where where all the lads kind of shared richard and i think that was the second richard and it's funny because previously a couple i think it was the week or a couple of weeks before that when rehearsal with hillary hillary had torn me into pieces in front of everyone really like literally ripped me into threads and that night i went home thinking like this like i'm awful i'm yeah. just i'm so shit like it was literally i've never felt so naked in my life yeah just to have hillary just you know get at me for like an hour mm. and um like i remember going home that day and i was like well <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna do this like i don't know how i'm, gonna, I'm just I'm, yeah I'm so bad awful, i'm so yeah. bad but um then um something like that actually a similar thing again happened literally as we were doing uh, i was i was very nervous about the showing because i think it was it was either the next day or a couple of days i can't really remember but doing the i don't know what something just kind of clicked with me in while while we were doing it and i remember like doing the monologue and having like everyone like because i couldn't see anyone yeah um and for me, that's always better. When I can't see the, the audience, I'm I love that because mm. it's just you know I'm just performing to like you know you know just the channels. Space. Yeah, of course. Um, doing the, that particular monologue with um, Richard III, and just really, really just not being nervous, just not thinking about what Hillary Hillary was Hillary's notes, not thinking about um, my other cast members, not thinking about the audience, not thinking about Lachlan or whatever. Like that was that to me was so liberating. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I remember I thinking to myself that I always want to feel like this when I'm acting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always want to feel the way I felt then when I'm acting. And um, hasn't always gone that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, but I mean, I kind of told myself that like, if I can do that, if I can feel like that, well, then I, I can feel like that again. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. And I think that kind of really kind of made me look at it in a different way that like it's not impossible to do this. Like this thing is a thing that I can do mm. and something that I love doing and something that I want to continue to do for however long I live. Like, you know. Yeah. I remember seeing that. That was you were fucking class. That was I remember I remember I remember I actually, I actually remember you coming up to me and saying it, you and she for that and I was like Stop that! No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was so funny. Because we were just like, we—I was just starting out. Like I was in foundation, and I remember, he, like, I'd seen the third years, um, any of you guys, uh, doing um, Caucasian chalk circle, and I was like, they're brilliant. I was like, they're fantastic. And then I saw you guys, and I was like, fuck, off! I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, what for you then would be like? What was the best thing for you about drama training that you experienced? For me, I would say it was definitely the friends, the friends I made. Um, again, I feel like I'm, I'm being very cheesy with what I say. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's the God and it's truth. Like, um, having, like, having a crack. Yeah. Having a crack with the lads and just, again, building a, a strong community of, uh, of friends and, and, and co-workers at the same time. Yeah. Um, was just so beautiful. Um, it's something that I will always treasure and like be thankful for. Because again, like you, like you hear about a lot of people who are a bit, who, who don't, who don't know what they want to, who go to a course, who start a course and they're not particularly happy with what they're doing. Mm. And, um, you know, they can't really seem to connect with people around them and stuff like that. But I'm just so grateful that I, that I just wasn't, that wasn't the case for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, it, what, what my friends did for me in there is something that like I'll just treasure because like it it kind of made me forget about some of the hard things that I was going through that I might not have spoke about and that will always be comforting to me like yeah I, I think and um, as well as as well you know the training was was as you know yourself like mm. it's it's magnificent like um and it's something that I I kind of relook at and, and I'm thankful for but having you know, my classmates around me during those times is, is, is just beautiful. Like, yeah. yeah, really was. How's it going, everyone? So sorry to interrupt. I hope you sincerely are enjoying the podcast. Um, and I'm sorry to be cutting in, but I just wanted to ask you all a quick favour. Um, alongside having already done me a massive favour by clicking on and listening to the podcast, which, once again, we really appreciate. What would be extra appreciated? is if you would if you are listening on apple podcasts if you could maybe give us a cheeky five star rating um and maybe write a review a good review preferably um bad reviews they they don't tend to really help that much um but if you were able to leave leave us a five star rating and write us a review it could really help stretch the, the net that this podcast could uh, could cast the podcast cast um, so if you could find the time to do that that would be really really greatly um, appreciated um, so yes I will not be taking up any more of your time once again 
if you can five seconds five star rating a good review it would make the world of difference to this series um and i would love you forever genuinely i mean that um so yes enough out of me back to the show what was the hardest thing sometimes that's just it though sometimes yeah. it is like that because that, that's such a I think universally that's quite a hard thing to do and I think everybody who, is, who I've, I've asked that question has given some form of that answer um, yeah. like I remember like my first few months at the Lear um, after foundation was like I was I just needed to relax I needed to calm down because I was you know like it was like this I felt like I felt like I should have been coming home but I was going to a whole new year like people who were much older than me um you know, I was with I was yeah. I was without some of the really good friends that I made. I was without Chief, you know, for the first time in in, in, yeah, in the course, school. So yeah. like it was, I needed to calm down, and I, I similarly trying not to prove myself and kind of just thinking you were thinking I was enough, um, which is a really hard yeah. thing that some people absolutely you know. I also think like like just thinking on it now, like I, I don't know how this will come across, like but like another thing when I think about drama school, like that it was. <clears throat> One of the hardest thing was coming to, to the re- realization that although you do kind of have a lot of friends in there, you know, um, when you get to third year, you kind of kind of see people in a different way. Yeah, it kind of happens. Like you know, you kind of like there are certain things that that because of how it can you become quite competitive in in a way. Sure, you know, because you have your agents and then you have showcase and all that kind of malarkey, and that can bring you know some some. Bitterness, I guess. Yeah. Um, and sorry, just some flew across my screen there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were waving at me. I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm here, Patrick. <laughs> um, yeah, like I feel like um, uh, in, in third year, we come. I felt like I'd been very naive um, throughout my years in first year and second year, mm. thinking that um, everyone is there for you because not everyone there is. Not everyone is there. That's that's reality of it. Yep. Hundred percent. Like it doesn't matter how nice you are to people, um, some people are there for themselves, and that is by no means wrong. Like no. you do come, you do go there for yourself. You do, you're there to better yourself. Um, but for me, like um, coming in, I kind of really felt that everybody will have each other's back. You know, although we are there for each other, like for ourselves, sorry, we will have each other's back. Each other's back. And in third year, like because again, how competitive it gets, you kind of kind of see like that's not the case. Yeah, you know, and you kind of like, like unfortunately, but inevitably, fall into your smaller groups of people, of, of friends, yeah. you know, and seeing that all kind of unfold and play out was quite hard for me personally. I know other people didn't, it didn't really bother people as much, and um, but for me, kind of seeing like you know, like three years of like you know us being a unit, mm-hmm. kind of like sprinkle and, and break yeah, off a little yeah, bit yeah. was a bit like 
was a bit hard to see and be amongst, I guess. Mm. Um, but like like I said, I think that is almost inevitable just because of how the nature of, 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 of third year and again how competitive it is. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Like I mean, you're all kind of just like you're. You, we're all there to be actors to to make a career, and I think it, yeah. when it comes down to the business of it, that's just the way the the, the cookie cup, cup falls for some people. Like, um, it literally is. It literally is, and, and it's not just drama school. It's once you start going into audition rooms and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah. you know, audition rooms. It's the exact same thing. Like, you could you could you go into an audition room with your friend or whatever, and you kind of have to realize that although you're friends, like you're both going for the same part. You know, and <laughs> and but but as long as it, as it doesn't become bitter, like you know, you you have to do you. You have to focus on yourself. Yeah, you know, completely, completely. As well as much as possible, you know, being um, you know, respectable and uh, kind, and you know, just being a friend at the same time. Yeah. You know, being sound, it goes it goes such a long way. Like, and it's yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because as we said before, like as much as you love your year and you grow to have such a good band with them, you spend so much time together that like inevitably there's going to be some domestics which is like and i think there was something that hazel clifford said to me uh before i went into the ba and i thought it was a great point two points actually she, she said always try and be the soundest person and she said you're not going to get on with everybody and that's all right can we just say hazel clifford is one of the, the realest people i've ever met like oh she's a fucking legend she's like genuinely amazing right. i remember she like just just going up what you said there and um, she was also the first person that i'd spoken to when i found out that i got into the lair. Really? Um, yeah, because I, I think we the, we kind of before we started, we all kind of uh, there was an event that was organized on Facebook about like uh, sort of like a meet and greet sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, where we met each other before the course started, and I um, I met up with Ana Groban, who was in my ear, and um, he had rang me. Uh, sorry, he had someone on the phone. He said he had someone on the phone that wants to speak to me. And I, of course, like, I just met Aina. Yeah, yeah, so I like, yeah. Oh, I, I was like, does he know that he wants to speak to me? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but then here comes his voice, like, you know, Paddy, how's it going, man? How's it going? Like, <laughs> and I was like, what was this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, also, Aina tells me that you're a dog, and this, I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah, we're going to get you're going to represent the dog, and stuff like And Hazel was like, someone I was really looking forward to meet this girl, like, when, oh, yeah. when I heard her. Like, she, I think she said something similar to what she said to you about like you know you know how like just don't don't go in there to please everyone yeah you know, don't go in there to, to do you mm. and then you're gonna make some friends and you're gonna make some enemies yeah that's just what it means like you know but she's so real in that sense like so and it, is, it is always good I, I did kind of find that very helpful having somebody who would who was in the course um, talk to me about the course in terms of living with drama school then because I know you um, you went home uh, to Swords and stuff I remember, yeah, yeah. I, I remember you doing yeah. that how did you find living with drama school because obviously like this is a question I feel I could uh, attain to anything but drama school's hours are just insane like how did you look after yourself like physically and mentally and stuff physically I, I would go, before starting the year I would have always gone, gone to the gym well I started going to the gym when I was 17 and I started there when I was when I was 19 so it was like a two-year period before starting the, the layer that I was going to the gym and kind of you know keeping fit yeah physically in that sense and also mentally as well because it did help me mentally um but then you know you advise when you want to start not to go to the gym as much yes um, yeah, yeah and as well like you know like you said I was I'm, I'm from swords so like it was like an hour commute every day well just just under an hour mm. um 
but like I didn't really find it. Like cause I was always I was used to coming into the city anyways. Um, sure, yeah. So like it wasn't a big jump in my head, like you know, because I don't like I said I don't Bulali, so I was coming to the city for that anyways. But in terms of in terms of finding an alternative to keep to keep fit, I was I was I was still going to the gym, but I wasn't using weights. And I found like movement as well was great, and physical theater was great to just mm-hmm. keep you fit, um, keep your keep your body moving and stuff like that. Like because then you realize that you didn't you didn't really need the gym, like you know, yeah, you didn't need the gym. Totally. Um, but of course, when I was in first year, like I saw people like Charlie, Charlie Maher, um, yeah, um, you know, Paul Mescal, Darren, who, who did kind of seem very fit. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how were they so in shape, like you know, because I thought we were meant to be going to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even David Fawaz as well. He kind of told me that he was near above me. He went to the gym, but he was telling me that he he kind of gave me a plan to to to, to use, which didn't involve weights and stuff. And I think Charlie did at one point as well, which I found really helpful. Like you know, mm. there's always a way. There's always an alternative. Like, yeah, you know, of course. Whether it's swimming, I went swimming a couple of times actually with them. Amy, who was in my year, and um, like there's always there's always a way. And that for me kind of like I said before earlier on that like I, I am quite sporty and it does help help me um, physically and mentally yeah you know and <clears throat> um, so although I wasn't lifting weights which is something that I really love doing um, having those alternative um, um, things for me did really help yeah um, so I didn't really feel like I was missing out on anything like of course there was there was there was a bit of a times where I where I I didn't <laughs> obey the rules. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible to obey all of them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> but for the most part, like, like, I didn't feel like I really needed to 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 be lifting weights in order to keep sane and keep fit. Sure, sense. sure, yeah. Um, and then, but did you ever? Was there ever a moment for you when you um, considered dropping out and leaving school? No, I don't think there was. To be honest, no. Yeah, I don't think there was because of. Like I said, I just really had that thing in me that said, "This is for me." Mm, yeah. Like this, this is for me, and like I am quite a religious person as well. Like I would, I would wake up in the morning and I would literally tell myself every morning, every morning that, like you know, this is for me. I'm gonna be great at this. You know, like like I would say everything under the sun that would kind of like make me con- convince myself that this is for me. Like so. Um, and, I'm, and for me, I'm not. I'm, I, like I, I understand this. Everyone's different. You know, people have what they're going through in their lives and stuff. But for me personally, I've never really been a quitter. I've never been somebody who kind of like sure, yeah, because it gets too hard or whatever. Like you yeah. know, and I would always want something to be harder than be easier. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I challenge it. I'm the same. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I don't really. Th- of course, things are really hard. Really hard, and I felt like I was yeah. shit, and I felt like you know. I didn't deserve to be here, but I never had the thought. I can't remember having the thought of I'm gonna drop out of this. Yeah, and I like like the only reason, like, because I think I feel like it gets hard for everybody. I don't think anybody's like. I remember Lachlan said to us in our first day, he was like, "Some people just thrive for the first three years, and now like second year in, I'm like bullshit." Like I was like, not a, <laughs> I was like, I was like, not a chance. I want to talk to you. But how how are you for time? Do you need to go anywhere? Are you, are oh you man, free? I'm I'm free. Like you know, I, I'm, I'm yours. cool. So say. <laughs> So say time travel existed, right? right. And <laughs> it's so funny, I was like, because it's such a happy year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were able to. Oh shit! When when was your what year was you started in? What year was your first day? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so say you were able to travel back to 17 September, wherever it was, 2016, and you can stop Patrick Martins on his way into the Lear and give him one piece of advice, what would you say to him? Nothing. 
now I'm finished and that made sense. That's mad. Um, so I kind of had that kind of delayed response, I guess, to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was, I'm just really fortunate to have, to have a job there. Mm. I didn't really, um, I didn't really have that feeling of, oh my God, I'm finished in there. Who were like, because when you leave the layer, you, you kind of, wait, sorry, when you're in the layer, you have all these people who, who you create a bond with, mm. you know, they're similar age with you and, and, you know, you have the crack with them. And I, when start, upon starting Much Ado, I was missing that. But yeah. I was lucky again to have, you know, like other people in that cast who were similar age to me and who, who also like enjoyed having the crack. Because as serious as I am, like I can't, I, I love having the crack. I, I no, surely not. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love like, even the rehearsal. Like I, I love it. Like so, yeah. that was really. It was really good to find that again. Mm, you know, totally. and again, I just feel like I'm just really lucky to to be able to find that because I, I can imagine there's some rehearsal rooms where it's just really, really, um, really serious. Yeah. And um, I don't know how I how how I cope under something like that where it's just really serious all the time. Yeah, I'm just saying I can't. I can't take <laughs> it. I'm just like I, I was like I need a bit of a fucking laugh. Like I was like I was like I'm, yeah, I'm from yeah. Cork. I was like I'm from Cork. Like I, I can't take this seriously. Um, <laughs> And then that's interesting because I think, like, obviously, um, you were very lucky to be, like, get that job straight out of school um, yeah. and just kind of float from one show into the next. Um, but then, like, the the day you finish that job, what's, like, what's that like when you... Because I feel like the first job at drama school is always something that people, like, look forward to because it's like, God, it's like my first day of the industry. It's my first day of my career. Like, yeah. it's, it's so exciting. Was there a moment after your first job that the reality set in and then you were like Jesus I actually have to make like make this into a career or were you like because I, 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 I actually I'm not that I don't think I spoke to you that much in the year you left in terms of what you were doing like I don't I'm not too sure what you were up to like I know obviously you later got cast in the, the National Theatre Scotland thing which is brilliant but I don't yes. I, I didn't know about uh, I, like I'm not sure about what, what happened in the middle of that yeah um, yeah so upon finishing um, Much Ado I'm trying to think now, did I, did I have that moment of like, oh shit, I think I did, but it wasn't like where I felt like the world was falling like around yeah. me, if that made sense. Because like you just said, I had been cast in the National Theatre of Scotland while I was, um, while we were running the show, what you do. Really? Yeah, so I, I was auditioning for that in London while we were, while I was doing what you do. God, um, I had no idea of that. Yeah, so like I still kind of had that at the back of my mind. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I was just over the moon. So once we finished Much Ado, yes, I did kind of feel like, what next, you know? Mm. Because um, enough pain wasn't until the following September. Yeah. You know, so I was trying to figure out how, what I was going to do to fill my, to fill my time mm. in the meantime. But like, because I had that, in my in my head I was kind of like okay yeah I was like I still have this in the bank for next sure. year yeah even though I don't know what I'm going to do in the next couple of months I'm still okay yeah you know? I I'm still I still feel okay and then luckily enough I, like I, I, I was there was a couple of things I did a few TV gigs in between um, so so yeah I'm still like I'm st- really and truly like to, to answer your question I, I think I'm still waiting to kind of feel not waiting but I'm still to feel the moment of holy shit I'm out here in the world that I'm 
makes sense. That's brilliant. I, I, I do. Well, I mean, I, I, I do feel it, but like at the same time, I don't let it define me. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. I don't let it bring me down. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel like I'm contradicting myself here. I hope I'm, I hope I'm being clear. No, you are. Because, yeah. but I think that's that's like from knowing you, that's kind of naturally the person you are. Like naturally, yeah, naturally, yeah. you kind of you do flow with it and. I feel though like it's like obviously I don't know because I'm like obviously I haven't graduated yet but I feel like any job you get in your first year you'd be grateful for but the fact that you got two massive ones like like it's insane like um, yeah I, I don't know I just I just felt I felt really really happy man I just felt so happy like um, and I still do like and even, even even not working even when I wasn't working like I still kind of felt really happy that I was I was just so grateful for for what I had done and again like for me if you have a positive mindset like it's it's going to help you a long way like really like even when you're not working as long as you have that positive mindset that you know that something will come you know and you keep telling yourself that you know that this is for you that you will be great that you will, you will be successful in this industry mm. you will that's that's the way my brain works like there's no there's no two way around it like and I've said this to a couple of people in the layer like that, like if you plan on doing this for the rest of your life, there's no way that you will not. No. There's, totally. it's, it's impossible. In, yeah. To me, it doesn't make sense. It's impossible because, no. like, if you think about the, the longevity you can have in this career, mm. whether 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 you're twenty, you're nineteen, twenty-four, thirty-eight, something will come your way. Yeah, something will come your way. Yeah, and having that thought in my head helps me massively. Totally, massively. And I think if a lot more people can think that way, it will help them too. Hmm. Do you know? It's manifest destiny. Like, that's exactly what it is. Literally, yeah. I think that's something you talked about earlier. But like, I remember even, like, I remember how I was in fifth, I was in sixth year. I remember I stood up and I said, I'm going to drama school next year. And they're like, oh, did you get in? And I was like, no, no, not yet, but I'm, I'm going I'm to go. I was, like, I was like, I know I'm going to go. I was like, and if it's not, if it's not next year, it's the year after. Like, I knew exactly that. Because I think you're right. I think sometimes if you, because there's so, there's so, many there's so few things in the world that you that people feel passionately about and i think mm-hmm. that like something like this that we do yeah you have to feel passionate about it if you're if you're going to do it because there's there's no other way to survive and i think if you're passionate enough to do it you're passionate enough to believe that you can do it to, to believe that you you have to do it like i i always say that i'd fucking there's no way i'm never not going to be an actor at all do you know um that whole experience was was magnificent like it was yeah. it was great like it was and I remember telling myself as well like I really wanted um, a London agent mm. uh, because again <clears throat> like everything does always seem back into see back into like race for me anyways because I can only speak about my personal my, my thought process and my the way I went got through things but like I remember having a an, um, a meeting with Lachlan and he told even as early as first year actually Telling me that like the industry is in need for for black actors, like they're like they want uh, they want stories to be told that represent Ireland. Yeah, you know, mm. you know, and I really felt like I wanted I wanted an, an Irish agent, but I want I really wanted a London agent because I knew in my in my heart someone was telling me like here in Ireland, as much as I want to change, and much as, as in terms of like, you know, the industry in Ireland, and also as I want to change for, for there to be more stories told about, you know, black culture and stuff like that, it's not going to happen for a long time. 
No. Um, it's not going to happen for a long time because it's just not, we don't have the actors for it. We don't have the storytellers to tell it. Like, and as much yeah. as I, I love storytelling, like I, I'm not a writer. You know, I, I, I have, I have um, an interest in telling stories about my culture and black culture in, in a whole, but like, for me to write down the story, like, it's just, I feel like, I just, just not me. I, it's just not your bag. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be, in, and I think at some point in the future, yeah, definitely. But right now, it's just not what I'm really interested in. Of course. Um, but I feel like I felt at the time that having an English agent will get me more roles as a black actor. And that's a crazy thought to have, you know, because I'm I'm an Irish actor. I like I grew up here. Yeah. Like I like in my year, I remember you know Liam Bigsby in my year. Like my first one of our yeah. first few days, he turned around to me and says, "Derek, we're all white." He's like, "We're all white in this year," and I was like, and he was like, "The year above us, they're all white." It's bizarre. Like I, I can't fathom like how, but I like it's as you said. Like they just, we just don't have the, the storytellers for it. That's why now, like, um, Emer has come to me and Clinton, and like I'm not sure if there's other people that she's come to, but like um, in terms of becoming like Lear ambassadors, like and there was a whole kind of like um, Lear ambassador. But that's the term she used. And that, that just kind of means that we, we go to like schools where they, where um, there is like a large di- diverse diversity, and um, you know speak on speak on that really just trying to encourage more people of color whether that be Asian, Black, whatever you are to to look at um, the arts as as a career path and yeah. not shy away from it because a lot of it is down to culture, a lot of it is down to the parents not not thinking of it as a, as a real job sure you know and mm. um, I was just looking in the sense that my mom is such an open minded woman exactly that, yeah. like she she was like listen you can do whatever you want to do yeah and that helped me a long way but I feel like if you can see people like you doing it that's going to encourage you to do it exactly you know? yeah and, and I think until until we have a lot more people doing it then Ireland is going to be in the same position but like I said, like it's good that we have people like myself, Kwaku, Clinton, David, you know, Vanessa, all, all these people of different ethnicities that have gone to Lear, you know, Sophie as well in the Lear right now. Yeah. Who, who will come out. Um, it's good that we have these actors because sooner or later, Ireland will be forced to to put on plays like that represent that that makes sense. Totally, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, just, I do remember really wanting an, an English agent, and I was very like happy to do to get one. If that made sense, completely. Yeah, it's just a long way way to go because like the the Irish theatre industry in, uh, scene anyway is like so small, and I think you're so right that like it's uh, the opportunity is 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 here, but it's just it's it's more accessible in London. Like there's just so much stuff going on. Um, yeah. And like just and, uh, part of me does feel guilty as well because of like, like I, I met with um, Stephen Jones um, like last year at some point, um, and we kind of had this conversation um, about diversity and like you know diversity in the arts here in Ireland and stuff like that. And he was really trying to encourage me to um, to come up with my own, to come up with, my, with any ideas that I have, you know, on black culture and put it on paper and stuff like that. And of course, I, I really want to, but like, like I said, it's just, it's not what, like, what I'm interested in, 
not, not in just a, it's not what I want to do right now. Sure. Right now I want to focus on acting and just like being an actor. Um, but I do feel guilty in the sense that like <laughs> I am one of one of the one of the four black graduates in Ireland, like you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not really kind of going out there and making these plays. And apparently, there's still pressure. Do you know? Completely. Yeah, um, I get that. Apparently, there's still pressure to kind of write the stories, but. Um, I, but I keep telling myself that I shouldn't have to force myself to write these stories like you know no not at all like, um, just, be, like, just because you are who you are doesn't make you like exactly an ambassador for it yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. it's, it's I think yeah like you're dead right to fucking just focus on the acting because like if, and if, if that comes like there's no point in trying to do it just because you think you should do it like exactly. you know? that's the thing because I feel like I am one of the black actors that I, I need to do this right I don't want to feel like I should do it. If it does happen, it should happen naturally and organically. Yeah. Um, not forced. And then I'll be able to, then I'll be able to do something truthfully rather than just sit down and force myself to have to think about something because I'm black and yeah. because I want to tell black stories. Do you know yeah, exactly. Because I think that's the thing that we're always taught in school anyway, that like the best art comes out of the truth as opposed to, you know, and like, if you, and if you don't have a truth to tell right now then that's that's grand but like you know I think you're you're doing the right thing because if you were to just sit down and, and try and make something about black culture because you're a black actor yeah like it's not it, it wouldn't like you know it wouldn't be something you'd want to put your name on which is totally fair there you go there um, you go absolutely yeah. absolutely absolutely that's good that's that's, fa- that's I think that's good to hear though because I think that sometimes people might feel that yeah it's incredible but I think it's yeah I think you're dead right to just focus on what you're doing because that's that's at the end of the day what you know it's important to you and like you know it's yeah because you can only see you came you came into college for the reason you came into college the reason I came into college was to be an actor mm. um, and act in plays yeah. I, I, I would love to act in Irish plays you know I would love to do all that sort of like yes I do have a true I do have my own story that I'd love to tell you know but right now like I'm in an Irish industry um a black, I'm a black Irish actor. Um, I would love to be in these stories. These are the stories that I like. I love to to be a part of. Before I then go on and and do tell tell my own truth, because everyone has their own interpretations. Like I always think, like imagine imagine there's like a black person, like a Sean O'Casey play. Like yeah. you know, like people can take their own interpretations from that. Mm. You know, and it can really mirror what is going on today. You know, there's so many stories, so many plays yeah. that like can mirror exactly what's going on today. If if it was told by a black actor or if it was told by an Asian actor or whatever, do you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> that you wish when you were leaving the school that you wish you were equipped with to going forward. I guess. I guess maybe. Um, Think now, maybe what said to me, what I said earlier on, because I, I felt yes, it would be this. Um, I felt like, uh, um, remember him telling me, like I said before, that the industry is in need for black actors. That, like, and he didn't say in the words that, like, I'd be, I'd be okay, sure, but I kind of got that impression of him, yeah, do you know what I mean, yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of me almost felt like, you know. You know, I'll be okay, like, you know, because I'm, like, I, I'll get, like, you know, I'll get an agent, I'll get, like, work in Ireland, because, you know, Ireland 
needs black actors. That's what I was told, you yeah. know. But then coming out of that, even even in third year, even in third year, like, um, and doing doing the showcase and stuff, like, I didn't get many Irish um, Irish um, emails. Really? Agents. No, I didn't. I had one, but it was two, one or two. But in my head, I really thought that there was going to be a lot more because of what I thought there was a need for it. Mm. Remember, you know, so I, I remember thinking, why am I, why am I not getting a lot more? Yeah, like yeah, this. yeah. As, as, as weird as that sounds, like, I was like, no, why? but yeah, I get you. I get you. And I was like, how am I not getting more? Like, I thought there was a need for it. Like, like and then leaving the leader and, and still kind of like most of my auditions coming from, from London, mm. um, I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I. I, I, I wish. I wish maybe that, that like I I did and part of it maybe it's due to me. I wish maybe that I I didn't take it for granted. Apparently took it for granted a little bit. Yeah. The fact that I was black and the fact that there was a need for it. If I maybe hadn't had hadn't had expected too much. Yeah. Maybe I would have looked at things certain things differently. I guess. Yeah. Um. But um, I guess that's the only thing that kind of sticks to mind. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's spot on because, like, yeah, you know, and like, this is just us chatting here, like, but like, I feel like <laughs> so much of the time they kind of prepare you for stuff, or yeah. like they like to paint the layer of the top twenty five percent, and like, you're like, oh, brilliant, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fly out of there, and I'm gonna work, and I'm gonna, you know, like Abby play gate, you know, it's all that kind of shit, and like it's fucking tough then like and I'm so thankful that I'm currently in the position that I'm in but I'm always fascinated to hear about from you guys like what like leaving and stuff and I think in many ways it was kind of there's the UK the UK is lastly lastly there's so there's so many blacks there yeah you know actually I actually, I actually do remember even in my final in, in third year like looking at the round graduates and apparently I was told that it was like they had the most intakes of, of, of blacks in in their history, like there was like yeah. I don't know, nine, ten black people in their year, and even then I was like, I was like, whoa, okay, there's a lot more competition there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in terms of here in in, in Ireland, like I kind of, like I said, I, 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 I wouldn't make um, the next person kind of feel like they're completely grand. Like they need to be realistic. That although there is a need for it, it still is going to be a difficult like journey. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you know. If I had that, if I if that was told to me, um, that 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 was said to me, I'm maybe maybe things would have been. I would have looked at just certain. Not not saying that everything was was completely wrong when downhill because he said that to me. No, that's not the case at all. Yeah. But like, um, I wouldn't have taken a certain things certain things for for granted. That makes sure. sense. Yeah. You know. That's good. Definitely one. wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's pretty much it. Man, that was really fun. Yeah, Did you enjoy it. Really fun. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I so, said, as soon as I see me, like I started this, I was like, "What? No way! This is unreal." Thanks, buddy. This, yeah, yeah. This is something that like can just like can really continue in a strong way, even even if things do slowly come back to normal. Like I think this is something that you should keep going because I know you will keep going because like it's yeah. Because I I just think that like because I look at you know people coming up and it's, it's important because it's such a drama school is such a fucking and drama training is such a mystif- mystified thing that it's it's important to kind of pull yeah. back pull back the curtain a small bit and show people that we're, yeah. we're normal 
And there you have the legend that is Patrick Martins. Thank you very much, everybody, for clicking on and giving us an old listen. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, please head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. I know this is the third time I'm asking you, but listen, somebody's got to ask. Um, yes, if you could do that, that'd be fantastic, and give us a good rating, a kind word, and as ever, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, give us a share and a like there. Just word of mouth, you know, anything you can do to help expand the reach of this podcast. As ever, thank you so much for clicking on. Hope you enjoyed. And if you have any questions that I haven't been asking that you would like to know about drama school, please give me a shout and I will try my best to implement them in my completely zany and fucking absolutely messed about style of interviewing. I'm not even sure I can call it a style, but listen, here we are. Um, So yeah, thank you very much, and I will see you all next time. Well, I won't see you, but you'll hear me.